is better. I do feel that in my bones. So, like, I don't know if you noticed, but, like, I tried to do, like, a little run in place before we started to get the blood flowing, and now I'm slightly out of breath. So, <laughs> that's, But that's what the fuck you get. That's, that's what you get for thinking. Well, like... Just quit. I just wanted to go into this with, like, a lot of energy, yeah, this, and I was just like, shit, that apparently I've already wasted all my energy before... I blew my load before the episode started. You're not started, recording a Lamb of God album. You're recording a podcast. <laughs> Still, either way. Uh, hello! God. And welcome Why do you to another me? exciting episode of Longbox Small Talk. I'm Bill Kurtner, your lovely host. And seated next to my left is my favorite episode 8 codename Space Bear, Rod the Bod Heron. How you doing, buddy? Oh, you're going to explain that one. Well, that's the uh, current name for the uh, the secret filming name of Star Wars Episode Eight. Oh, okay. Space Bear. So your new name is Rod the Space Bear Heron. You know what? I'm actually totally okay if they leave that as the title. I, I think Star it would Wars be great. Episode Eight Space Bear. Space Bear. <laughs> Let's do it. Space Bear. Chewbacca out it's, for revenge. It's just uh, it's just Poe Dameron and Finn going to like Galactic Gay Bar to Galactic Gay Bar. You know, looking for space bears. Well, they got one. Riding co-pilot with Ray in the I mean, Millennium I Falcon. Know. I don't know. That's a little... Bro, he's a space whoa, bear. Whoa, dude. He's seven feet tall, no, 400 pounds. No, no, no. That's interspecies. He hangs out with Hans no, all the time. No. Don't be speciesist. I'm speciesist. I'm speciesist. <laughs> I'm speciesist. God damn it. <laughs> Having sex with Chewbacca is breaking. Is like breaking a weird law. Being gay is okay. Having It's like having sex with a giant dog. That sounds awesome. He's your best friend. <laughs> he would do anything for you. Uh, With the right amount of peanut butter, he would do anything uh, for you. Wookie peanut butter. And I think that's what happened with Han. <laughs> Han didn't, he forgot to give him peanut butter that day. And she was just like, ah, I'm not going to help him. Uh, that why he took one of the gut? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, man? Nothing much. Nothing yeah. much. We've had, I've had, well, I, I don't know what the fuck you've been doing. I've had a really busy week this last week, though. I mean, I've just been working and playing with the dog. Oh yeah, Smorov. Awesome. Fucking so love awesome. your new dog. Totally awesome, dude. She's the cutest damn thing. I, you know what? Like, I've had her over a week, and like my stress levels are like one. Like, I have never been this stress free in a long time. One out of ten. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, I just been feeling great. I mean, one out of five, I'd be less impressed. But no, dude, it's like one out of ten. I just don't give a damn. It's like, I, and I like. We both, my girlfriend and I both find ourselves wanting to get home to the dog mm -hmm. and play with her. And people will say, hey, let's go out to dinner. And I'm like, nah, see you later. Yeah, I, I don't want to hang out outside the house. I want to play the dog. So, Dude, I just take my dog everywhere I go. Like, that's kind of what I do now. You know, I'm, I'm going to turn into Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn into Shaggy and then my, my little... Kia is going to become the mystery machine. Yeah, dude. There's nothing like cruising around town with like it's a little dog. It's hanging dope. out the window. I go into storage with it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm totally rebel about it. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, say something. She's my helper dog. So, uh, yeah. I'm, she I'm, helps I'm, me not murder you. Yeah, excuse me. I'm, I'm, I'm fat handicapped. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I have to have her or I'll die. You put, her, you put your dog in a little scooter basket. That's <laughs> drive around Walmart. Honk, honk. You're in our way. <laughs> so I have a question for you. Go ahead. You know that I'm I'm trying to be more active on Facebook. Yes, talk to, talk to the audience and you know see where they're at, what they like, yeah, and get them over to LST uh, longboxsmalltalk.com. There you go. Facebook.com/slash longboxsmalltalk. There you go. So, um, 
trying to get them over there. But I have a question to ask you. Okay. What the fuck is a poke? Because I've been around since the, the heydays of Facebook, back when your parents couldn't join. It was only for college students. Yeah. So you had to have a .edu account to yes. get on Facebook. Yes. We've all seen the social network. Oh, oh, you have? Yeah. <laughs> did that make a little bit of money? Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, it shit. did okay. did okay. So what the fuck is a poke, though? I don't understand it. Uh, a poke is when somebody wants to get your attention, and you used to be basically for guys or girls that were trying to fuck each other. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you'd be like, poke, hey, why don't you ta- why don't send me a message, hey, yeah. poke? Like, what the fuck are you poking me with? Yeah. Like, that worries me. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't need the games. Well, like, I'm in a poke <laughs> war with a few fans, and, like, it just won't stop. I think I swear to God, we're up to like sixty-three mutual pokes, and it came to the point where I was just like, I asked my wife, I was like, "How many pokes before it actually counts as cheating? How many pokes till it turns into a three-way?" Well, uh, my wife's not involved in the poking at all, unfortunately. <laughs> but, but like, I seriously asked her. I was talking about was, me and you. With oh God! Oh, <laughs> hey, you want to be double poked? Look, man. <laughs> I don't think our fans would be in the guy's got to get his pokes where he can nowadays. Right? <laughs> I'm just saying. But but my wife was just like, for you, uh, I don't know, like probably five pokes and you're out. I was like, oh, that was mean. Wow, that wow. was mean. Wow. Now, is she talking about like five pokes and that's all she'll take? Or five pokes and that's your stamina? That's my stamina, and apparently. And done. In her eyes. <laughs> well, I'm up to 63 with this one fan, so male I will or, win the poke war. Male or female? Um... Uh, what does it matter? But female. No, no, no. Female? Yeah. Yeah. She wants to fuck you. Dude, no. No, because I have other dudes on there that are like 30. They're up to 30. Yeah, dude. I, and I will win this poke war. No, no. She totally wants a D. D and the P. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets another, enough LST in the ears a week, you know, every week. Well, that's kind of like getting double teamed if you're a girl. You're just like, you're getting like twice the machismo, the geek machismo. Geek cheesemo. New term. You get the geek cheesemo. In I your will ears. never use that every week. It's I just will like never a double team of sexual geekness. Oh, that that, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> I will have no part in that. I don't want your sweaty geekiness touching my sweaty geekiness. Uh, that's just not. That's why I keep us on separate channels. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> we don't cross the streams. <laughs> never cross the streams. But also this week. Uh, yes. So the past few weeks, I've been having like weird digestion issues. Yes. As you, yeah, probably on episodes we've had to edit Welcome out. Welcome to Longbox some, Medical Talk with Rodney. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but it, basically, every time I ate, it, it, it felt like my guts were trying to kill me. I finally went to a doctor, and they were just like, all right, we're going to get some ultrasound, uh, an ultrasound for your, your upper guts and stuff. And I was like, all right, so we'll do that. And we scheduled that. I went in for it. And I had this uh, sonographer who was, I don't know, I feel like he was from, like, Western Europe. Yeah. Um, he had a really deep accent. He was like, hello, I'm going to be your sonographer. I was like, oh shit, this guy's this guy is for real. So he pulls me into this dark office alone. And uh Wait, wait, wait. Was he like Spanish? No, 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 no. No. I I'm just horrible well, doing like, accents. Well, because some some Spanish people look like German or French, so it could have been a guy like Javier Bardem. No, it was he wasn't. But he was also in He Vicky, was that creepy. He was but also no. in Vicky Christina, whatever, the one where he tried to get the I'd like to make love to both of you in my apartment. <laughs> I don't know, but that's a great pickup line. I'm telling you. That's awesome. I should have used that. That's that's geek cheese most sexiness right there. I, I should use that for the people who keep poking me. I'm telling you. But uh so anyway, so he lays me down and he's like, take off your shirt. I was like, okay, boom, shirt's off. He was he was good. He was a professional. Okay. So he squirts me down with the this luby stuff okay. all over my belly. And it's it just like it's look like it looks like in the movies when a when a pregnant lady gets it done. Uh-huh. So he loses me all up. 
He takes this wand looking thing and he rubs her all around me. Surprising, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm surprising sorry. fact that lube stuff warm. They have yeah. a machine that warms yes. it up. Yes. That's amazing. I was yes. I was totally expecting to be like KY jelly, where it's like blip, fucking. Did he blow on your tummy too? Uh, he may have. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> he also gave me a pill and said not to worry. <laughs> Was his last name Cosby? It could have been. He looked like an Omar. Omar Cosby. So. <laughs> Anyway, so this isn't even the point of the story. The point of the story is I'm laying there, and he's rubbing this thing all over me, getting some images done of my guts, and he goes, okay, hold your breath. Okay? Hold, he's like, deep, breathe deep and hold your breath. So I was like, I breathe deep, and I held my breath. And then he goes, all right, now breathe deep and hold. I was like, dude, you never told me to breathe out! I was just like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> so here I am, like, hyperventilating, and he's like, okay, what, what's going on? And it's like, I have to breathe in and then out, bro. I In and then yeah. out. It, you need to time me better. It's not It's not like a stroke. And then nothing. <laughs> like, I need I need both. So, um, so I'm laying there, like, turning red, and he's like, what's wrong? I was like, you never told me to breathe out. He's like, oh, my mistake. I, I finally get done with Omar. He was very gentle with me. As I was walking out, I remembered something he said. Mm-hmm. He goes, you're full of stones. I was like, shit. So apparently I have gallstones. That sucks. Yeah. Just the way you said he shot goo on your chest and rubbed this wand over you. Yeah. I'm not sure that you didn't get raped. No, I was fine. I mean. I was fully cognizant Was he zipping up when you left? No. But he did say that you, I didn't have to put my shirt back on, which was weird. He's like, no, it's fine. Just walk out like that. <laughs> Enjoy your body. You're, you're beautiful the way you are. Yeah. He said, get some vitamin K and just kick me out the door. <laughs> oh, my God. So what's going on with you this week? Anything? Uh, dude, nothing. Nothing, man. Re- did a little reading this week and hang out with the kids and hang out with the dog and hang out with the girlfriend and that was it. A lot uh, of hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of taking it easy. Rewatched Phantasm. Haven't seen it in a while. Mm-hmm. The boy and I watched it, enjoyed it. I think I, I don't think I've ever seen that. Well, that's cuz you're I hear it's one of the best cartoons. No, Phantasm is a is a horror movie. Oh, I thought you were talking about Mask of the Phantasm. No, also a good movie you should watch. Okay. And we run a comic book show, and you never watch Mask of the Phantasm? What? what is, sorry, I, it was, I was like seven when it came out. Oh, where? We interrupt your normally scheduled program to bring you the following message. Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Craig from B-Movies and Ebooks. And if you don't know about B-Movies and Ebooks, it's basically a podcast between two lifelong friends. We cover horror movies, cult movies, and B-Movies on a bi-weekly basis. And also, we talk about the latest genre fiction we've read. So after you get done listening to this fine episode of Longbox Small Talk, head on over to iTunes and search for B-Movies and Ebooks and hit subscribe. It's easy to do, you'll be entertained, and you're going to find out about a ton of titles you never even knew existed. This week, um, you know, Rebirth, again, and I, and I don't want to keep being a broken record, guys and girls out there in comic book land. I don't get it, okay? Jeff Johns uh, really worries me most of the time. Um, and they're saying again, they're saying, well, it's not a reboot. Yet, the writers that were pitching projects ha- are coming out saying, well, no one told us that because we're, re- we're rebooting the shit out of this thing. And they won't say what they're saying, but they were told to basically 
quit their grinning and drop their linen and come up with the best or the craziest ideas to restart these books. Yeah, and like the rumors kind of sound like it doesn't matter what the changes are or if it's old, if it's new, if it's some good ideas from the old yeah. mixed with new ideas. Uh, is it a reimagining? We still really don't know. It depends mm. on the book, it seems like. I don't know. It doesn't seem like DC really thought this all the way through. This seems to be like a rush job. Uh, okay. They're going to announce the creators in four weeks. Okay? Four weeks. The books come out in June? June. So that means April, May. They have two months, maybe three, to get these things started. Because then uh, the solicitations for June would come out in April. So April, we'll start seeing artwork. And they're just not going to announce the teams? This is slapdash. This is going to bite them in the ass. It, it seems like it already is. I, I, I'm seeing people on Facebook and social media already saying, like, DC fucked it up already. I'm out. It's bad. I mean, it, and it's bad because they're... To me, it seems like everything they're doing, including their films, is afterthoughts. It's like, hey, what's Marvel doing? Shit, we need to do that too. We should have been doing that two years ago. And they're playing catch-up six months after the fact, and it's like, do your own thing. Be your own people. Have your own penis-showing game. You know, <laughs> don't... Don't try to do what Marvel's doing because you can't replicate what the, either thing they're doing on on their books or their movies. Um, so I don't know. I mean, we're 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 about a month away from Batman v Superman, mm -hmm. which you and I need to set a, a, a date to go see. Yeah, uh, together, so we can be right or wrong together. Yeah, <laughs> I like things. that. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll. I guess we're just going to have to... It's it's a waiting game. We're probably... You're probably going to get trickles of information over the next three or four weeks. And then March 26th, somewhere in that area, we're going to get a, a just a, a an info dump of creators, artists, and all that crap. And, and maybe even some ideas of what it's about. Yeah, that that's going to be exciting when that happens. But I, it still strikes me as the same... Like, I completely agree. It seems yeah. slapdash. And I, I still really am trying to be positive about it, though. And I think it's all you can do is try to keep an open mind. And then waiting to see what they do. And if they fuck it up, then we can be there at a point and I'm going, ha, 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 we told you. Oh, that. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so Gambit, the movie, uh, has been pulled from its October 2016 release date. And Marvel has put up two new mystery movies on the calendar. One in 2017, one in 2018. Hmm. I wonder what one of these two mystery movies could be, Rodney. Hmm. Well, I think one of them's still going to be Gambit. And I think, could one of them be called... Could could it be rhymed with Ed Mool? No, I hope I hope not. <laughs> I'm actually hoping more for an X Force. Uh no, I, I think I'm you're, hoping. No, I I think it'll be Deadpool too. Still Deadpooling. Yeah. <laughs> My hopes and dreams because it's weird that they would announce these two new movies like this. Like, yeah, everyone's already pumped about the calendar. You yeah. don't need to add or subtract anything really. But Deadpool was a big success, so. Like, is that what you really think it is? You think it's going to be a Deadpool, oh, it's Deadpool 2? Yeah, it's Deadpool 2, easily. 2018 will be Deadpool 2. Because, I mean, well, this is 2016. If they get somebody writing it, like, in a couple months, mm -hmm. start filming next year, it'll come out in 2018. They'll be, yeah. It'll be Deadpool 2. So if it's not Deadpool 2, what do you think it is? Uh, it'll be the the fourth new X-Men film. Whatever that's going to be. Yeah, because Singer's already saying, well, you know, I may not leave the franchise. I may stay around and suck it up a little bit more. Great. 
you know, let's hope it's better than this one coming out because it don't look great. Uh, gotta keep that open mind, man. Uh, Apocalypse is I'm, one of my favorite characters. I'm only excited about Olivia, Olivia Munn in that outfit. Well, she she looks r- like just like Psylocke. Yeah. She, that was a great casting yeah. on Marvel's part. Yeah. Or Fox's part. Yeah. Bill, you don't give a shit about that at all, do you? <laughs> Look, it looks like they painted that outfit on her, all right? I'm not going <laughs> to lie. And I'm okay with that. I've made peace with those demons. <laughs> so Bill knows why he's buying his ticket. Oh, I mean... I'm I gonna... want to see Apocalypse in action. I, yeah, but... oh, oh, yeah, that's going to be awesome. You know, ooh, Power Rangers, I'm going to get you. Oh. <laughs> uh, I like that movie too, Bill. <laughs> uh you know, let's Gambit has been troubled from the start. Mm-hmm. They haven't been able to keep a director or a writer. Um, I don't think Channing Tatum is Gambit. Sorry, sorry, guy. And I like Channing Tatum. I think he's a good actor. He's a fun guy, real funny. Uh, but I don't think he's that character. Um, I don't know who that character is. And and uh, I'm going to add a, a denim to that. I don't know if you need that character in a solo movie. To me, that screams Wolverine Origins. Yeah. That screams Suckfest 2018. Yeah, I would kind of agree with that. But if they pulled Gambit to make changes to it and make it more of what Deadpool was with... uh... Don't try to make Gambit into a Deadpool. Don't try to make X-Men into Deadpool. It doesn't work. Deadpool works on its own. Don't try to sex up everything. Although, I admit, Gambit would make a good rated R action Mm -hmm. if it was kind of sexy, mysterious... Yeah. But not like R-rated, like over-the-top guitars and burritos, you know? No, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, it would be its own kind of, of yeah. R-rated, but I, I think it would it would be a much better movie. Like, looking at all the Marvel movies and what they bring to the table, if we could have a, a good Gambit Rogue movie, that would be cool. We could have a good uh, Gambit versus the Thieve of Assassins or the Guild, the, the Guild of Thieves. Okay, guild. I'm not against the, I'm not against the Assassin Guild, the Thieves uh-huh. Guild. Um, but let, let's let's put a pin in that and go back to your Rogue thing. Mm-hmm. If they do that, I don't know if the contract is there. Do they have to use Anna Paquin as Rogue? Can we use a, a, a female adult Rogue? Anna Paquin looks like a little girl. I would hope so. Can we use a real? I mean, like, and I'm not saying Anna Paquin's not attractive or a good yeah. actress. Can we use someone that looks like a woman? You know, not a little girl. You know, not like, it's Teenage Rogue, and then here's mm-hmm. Channing Tatum, who's this dude that's... Obviously in his 30s. Yeah, buff and 30. <laughs> yeah. You know, let's, let's get a real, let's get a, fe- a real woman in there. You know, someone a little, somebody age-appropriate. I'm sure Anna Paquin would take offense to that, but she's not here, so fuck her. Well, I mean, first of all, <laughs> fuck Vampire Diaries or whatever she was on. True Blood. Yeah. Fuck that bullshit. I never watched it, so... I watched the first episode. It was pretty hot, and then I got bored with it. Mm. Um, <laughs> like all things, Bill, yeah. shot his, <laughs> Bill shot his wad early in the first episode, and, hey. then, and then he was like, I'm uh, good. I need a sandwich or two. Uh, Deadpool's up to $600 million worldwide, still Fuck number yeah. one. That is crazy. Wow. wow. You know, it's beaten Star Wars Episode Seven in a lot of countries. Hey. I, but I think that's that's also indicative of the times we're in. As good as Star Wars Episode Seven was, you you have a, a group of kids that have grown up on the internet and on YouTube, social media. Humor is faster. Humor is different. Humor is also meme-based and fourth-wall-breaking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe, maybe we're done with... Or let me rephrase that. Maybe this generation is not interested in, in a long-form narrative story arc. 
Maybe this generation is into small quip jokes, action, go to the next thing. Makes maybe, sense. Maybe that's what it is, buddy. I mean, maybe that, and that's maybe, maybe, you know, I, I'm like David Bowie. I just don't understand these times no more. Yeah. I'm getting too old. Um, well, I agree with your, your rogue thing. I don't like the way you put it, but but I agree. We need someone who's a very strong, like Angel Dust was in Deadpool. Yes. She was an awesome character. And she was, she's supposed to be a young character. Mm-hmm. That's, I can live with that. She's supposed to be a teenager. But, and, and I'm not being, I'm not trying to be sexist with the, the thing. Anna Paquin is in her 30s. She doesn't look 30. Mm-hmm. She looks about 20. She looks like a little girl. And I, I I have a lot of problems because I think we cater to a culture where we try to make young very sexy. Mm-hmm. And I grew up watching Bond films where the Bond girls weren't all, yeah. you know, super young. Uh, possibly because James, some of the James Bonds were in their fifties when they were playing them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's okay to have a woman play a woman. You know, uh, uh, the woman that played um, Deadpool's girlfriend, she's not not a kid. She's no. in her mid thirties to early 40s Mm -hmm. and she's attractive and she looks like a woman and i think that's what you need if you're going to do gambit with rogue we need a rogue that looks age appropriate to gambit and someone who can pull off that voice without sounding cartoon cheesy yes yes side note this is something very interesting i wanted wanted to point out to you i was doing some research for something later uh that i won't bring up on this show but it'll come up in another show Ooh, secret! I was doing some some research on Galactus, uh-huh. and one of the alternate, yeah, one of the alternate storylines is that Galactus was actually born in the universe that the X Men nineteen ninety two cartoon takes place in. That's where the Galactus comes from, and then his universe dest- gets destroyed, and he he waits in his ship until this universe is born. Cosmic egg. Yes. Yeah. Pretty dope, man. I had no idea that, that a lot of people were saying that was... So this is just like a popular like fan theory? No, it was on Wikipedia. It was on his origins. Hmm. Now, I, I, like, I knew that that previously he hid in his cosmic egg, the last yeah. universe you know, imploded or whatever, but I don't. I never heard that it was like the 1992 cartoon universe. Yeah, because they call it the 912331 universe. Uh-huh. Something like that, or it's, it's you know I've just well I'm gonna have to do some research on that now. Yeah, you got to go look up Galactus on Wikipedia, and you'll see that it's it's a an idea that's in alternate histories for Galactus that that Galan, I guess that's what his yeah name that was, was his previous name yeah that's where he was born, and that's the universe that implodes, and then he waits for the cosmic egg till this universe the mm-hmm. Big Bang Theory happens. Big Bang, yeah. Yeah, not the, not the Big Bang. Theory. Not that piece of shit show about geek culture. Fuck those guys. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. So, moving forward, uh, we got some casting information about uh, the final uh, Marvel TV show that we've heard that no details about. Iron Fist. Uh, Finn Jones, formerly of uh, Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. uh, is going to be Iron Fist, and uh, Danny Rand this time will be white, not Asian. Uh. Well, he's <laughs> always been white. Yes. Yeah. Ish. Well, Danny Rand, the character, has always been white. They, but they hint at the fact that he has some Asian in him. No, the, the, the point of this is Danny Rand, the character, though, has always been white. That's what it's been about. He's been a outsider dropped into this exotic culture uh, and, and, and him trying to deal with being the most powerful person in that culture yeah. as a white person. Yeah. 
So I don't really understand people's upset. I feel like the people who are upset about this never read the comic at all. And I, then, love, and it, I love Iron Fist. He's not one of my favorites. I love him. I, I mean... I've tried on your your uh, sake to, to read some more Iron Fist. Yeah. I like the new Power Man in Iron Fist. Have you, did you read those graphic... Did I give you those graphic novels to read? Yeah. Yeah, I, I love those. House. I love those. I love the whole concept. I love it. Mm-hmm. I, I'd, I'd like to see something like that, but... You know, kind of street fighting meets mysticism, yeah, and comedy. Yeah, see I'm that, down. but uh, but let's get back to it though. Like, okay, do you feel like they did an okay job casting? Um, uh, truth be told, a year ago Ryan Felipe was in the uh, he was the guy they were saying was going to be Iron Fist. I thought that was a better casting because I think Danny Rand is a little bit older than this guy. Like, cause he has, cause he's kind of, it's kind of the Batman story in the sense that he goes away mm-hmm. to Kun. Uh, I'm gonna say it wrong. I think it's Kunlun. Kunlun, yes, I was about to say that. Um, I, he goes away to Kunlun and then he comes back. It's much like Bruce Wayne, so he's not some 25 year old character. I think he's more in his mid 30s, early 30s, mid 30s. I well, think he's. You, you gotta think it could be an origin story. So. His mid twenties might be perfect. I won't judge because so far they've done good. Like I still need to finish Jessica Jones. Um, again, very hard show to watch. Not easy. It's emotionally straining. Some episodes are. I'm not going to kid you, man. It really is. Yeah. It's hard to watch sometimes because it is very much a wow kind of show. Um, it's someone working their way through trauma. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it, exactly. It is difficult. Um, but Netflix has been doing a great job, so I'm just giving uh, them the benefit of the doubt. Exactly. Yeah, they get a free pass in my book. Yeah, at least for, at least at least until they fuck up, <laughs> right? Yeah. I haven't watched the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon movie they made yet, so oh yeah, I haven't either. I, I'm I, the reviews aren't great, but I'll, I'll check it out. It's on Netflix. It ain't cost me anything. Well, Marvel wise, yeah, yeah, they yeah. haven't they haven't fucked up yet. Yeah, I mean, speaking of which, we got Daredevil season two the. The second trailer, we talked about the first one last week. Well, the second part came out this week. All I got to say is, holy God, where are they getting the money for all this action? Because <laughs> this is like, again, if it's if it's another 13 episode, this is another 13 episodes of straight up like badass action movies. Yeah, and they're bringing back some really memorable characters from the oh. comics. Oh, man. And they, like you full on get to see the hand in this, epi- in this yep. season. Wow. And Electra, they show Electra in the in the trailer. Stick is back. Oh man. Boner City. Whoa. Stick? The whole thing. Oh, okay. Boner City for everything. <laughs> I you, thought you were specifically talking about the fifty no, year old man. I'm Oprah and this is you get a boner, you get a boner, you get a boner. I, dude, I'll wear it with pride because yeah. it's looking really good. <laughs> it's gonna look it looks like it's gonna be badass. And it's like what? Uh, the weekend of my birthday. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, awesome. When's your birthday? March the sixteenth, dude. We're gonna have to do something special for your birthday. I'm thinking about it. We're gonna have to pull some strings, see if we can make something happen. A lot of people online are still bitching about Danny Rand not being Asian, which again, he's white in the comic. But yeah, but, but he never was full on Asian. I don't see why anybody's fucking like. It was only he only had like a little Asian heritage in him. Mm-hmm. He was mostly a white guy. Yeah, he was a white guy. So, but but the thing is, a lot of people are saying online is that maybe this is the time that they could fix that mistake of okay. making him a white person. Maybe they can finally have an Asian superhero that's in prime time and everyone knows. What, Sunfire's not enough for them? Sunfire. 
<laughs> He's like a C-lister at best, sir. Whoa. Whoa. At best. Well, it's Sunfire we're talking about here. Calm down. Anyway, so so a lot of people are saying, would this be a good time to make the transition to an Asian character? Um, which, I mean, if they want to make an Asian character, that's all well and good. Okay. Um, and I, I, I even believe that Iron Fist wouldn't, it wouldn't be hard to do that transition either. But right now... But is it needed, is the question. Well, see, first thing I can tell you is, I know for a fact they're trying to bring back Shang-Chi, Master of Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. And that's something that they've kind of been... That's been bubbling under the surface for a couple months. So, I think that's going to open up a whole nother Marvel show thing. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll briefly introduce him in, in this universe, and then they'll bring him over, and it'll be like, now the Marvel Kung Fu universe, and it'll be... Shang-Chi, and maybe hopefully they'll actually do um, the Mandarin. Yeah, the right way. You know, because we never saw the real Mandarin. Yeah. Like, I want to see magic with ten rings, and I want to see Fin Fang Foom, the dragon. Mm-hmm. I see all that shit. Okay. If you silently can make all these fucking movies for 800 grand and have shitty CGI, why can't Marvel spend a few extra dollars and get good CGI and make a giant fucking dragon? So, as a what? brief tangent... Okay. I was watching Legends of Tomorrow. Yes, I love that show. Yeah. My wife walked through the room and was just like, is this a TV show? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. She's yeah. like, holy shit. Yep. They are spending a lot of money on this show. Where are you at so far? Uh, I think I'm on episode like four or five. Which, uh, where, where are you, like, what? In the, in the timeline? Yeah. Um, they just did 1986. Okay, so you haven't gotten to uh, the future episode. No, that's next. I finished that one. Okay. It's so good. you're one episode ahead of me. Oh, oh, oh what did they call it? 2024. Uh, um, old Man Oliver. Yeah. It's good. I know in a few episodes they go back to the Old West. Yeah. And that's when they're going to bring in Jonah Hex. Well, that's all. Yeah. Like, at time traveling, you almost have to go to the Wild West. Yeah. Yeah. It's and almost I'm, like an homage that you have to do as a time traveling movie to uh, Back to the Future 2. Oh, yeah. I am. I am so excited to see where the second season goes. Because it'll be a different set of people, and it's going to be magic-based. Oh, man. They can't do any wrong with this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. But but to get back to what we were talking about, so like a lot of the conversation on Facebook um, is, is asking whether all these changes to, to long-time characters are necessary. Like, changing Thor into a woman. Um, Captain America's a black guy now. Uh, Captain Marvel is a woman. Great comic, by the way. Yeah, leave Captain Marvel. I think she's fine. Moon Girl. As opposed to the Moon, old... As, yeah, opposed to my little figure up here. Yeah. Boy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so I don't know, man. Like, what, what do you think about that? What do you think about all those big changes? Okay, like, Captain Marvel was a woman before this. She was a black woman mm-hmm. in the 80s. Um, you know, Moon Girl, hey, if it's... if You know, you want to come up with something for comics and have something different? Sure, that's not hurting anything. Uh, we, I've, ar- I've already said Thor, they'll change back as, as soon as they get to a, close to a movie. Yeah. It'll it'll be a guy again. It'll be like, oh, oh, where's my hammer? Oh, thou, here's my hammer. Well, let me say <laughs> something real quick. Have you are, are you up to date on Thor? Uh no. Okay. And this very last issue, um, some time stuff happened. Uh oh. And there were two hammers, two Mjolnirs. Hmm. So they said they they solved the paradox by leaving one of the hammers where she found it later in time. Huh. So, but if they can do something creative like that, I'm totally okay with two Thors. I don't know. I still want to see Earth X happen. That's still my conspiracy theory that uh-huh. it'll eventually all go to Earth X. I like that theory, I, and I hope it happens for yeah. you. 
some Red Skull Hitler kid will be sitting in the carved out body of Modoc. <laughs> I'm all about that. I want to see that. I don't know. I mean, does it matter? I mean, okay, Iceman's gay. I remember you and I sitting here four or five months ago, and I said, oh, guess what? Guess who's gay? And you're like, Iceman? How did you know? He's like, who else would be gay? I mean... Kind of true. And it's not... We're not demeaning the sexuality. We're demeaning the fact that it was a plot device. That it was a gimmick. And it's like, that's a really shitty gimmick in 2016. You know, it's one thing in 1991 when you make Northstar gay and he has AIDS. And then that makes everybody go, oh, shit. What's this all about? Because we've only been hearing this in condom commercials. Yeah. Now, now a superhero's got AIDS and he's gay and he's dead. Um, and he's dead. Jesus. Well, he did die eventually. I mean, like everybody does. But um, so, so uh, you know, I don't know. Does it matter? I mean, do comics have to be socially um, active? No, because they're entertainment, and I don't need my entertainment to reflect my life. Otherwise, it would be like go to go to work forty hours a week, come home, you know, go to sleep. It'd be pretty. <laughs> it'd be pretty lame, you know. You work two thirds of the time you're awake. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're, you know, you know, your kids resent you. Yeah, the dog pisses on the floor. You're in debt. Yeah, like. you know, <laughs> oh, now you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I agree to a certain point, but I also think that it's it's important for our entertainment to reflect real life, and in real life, everyone's different. Sure. Uh, and you're not going to meet everyone that looks like you, and not everyone like is going to have a background like yeah. you. Um, so I think it's important, especially for young readers, to understand other people's viewpoints. I, I agree completely. Um, I don't have a problem. I, I the the thing is is I, just do it and don't make a huge deal about it. Okay, if if uh, Miss Marvel is an Indian girl that's bisexual and she has problems with her culture or something. Don't rub it in my face like when I put my you know you know when you put a dog's head in piss you know bad dog bad dog you need to be more tolerant okay it, it's it's great well do you deserve it Bill do you deserve your do you do I need to rub your nose in some piss I mean do, is it Friday <laughs> <laughs> is it that time in the week no I know what I'm saying is is it's okay that they can be all that just don't make a huge deal about it just do it and you know the readers can either can either grumble about it and go, oh, I'm so mad, nah. Or you can just go, fuck it. I don't have to read it. I can go on and do something else and go vote for Donald Trump or some shit, you know? <laughs> well, I got to say, like, when I first started reading Iceman's story and, and the way it's developing in, like, all new X-Men, um, I didn't really like the way they did it. But now that he's kind of out in this last uh, issue or one of the last issues that I read, he kind of doesn't know how to hit on guys because he's never been out and open before. Yeah. Kid apocalypse helps him. Oh, God. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of funny, but, <sighs> but it was a great little story that really showed how hard it is to come out and accept who you are after hiding for so long. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, it really kind of parallels the, the whole mutant experience. Well, at that point, then let it, I mean, and, and I'm, Hopefully this doesn't come off wrong. At that point, let a gay writer write the story. Let a gay writer write it so they can be honest and put part of their life in it. You know, as opposed to, you know, I don't know who's writing if they're straight or not, but it, I, I don't know. I mean, it just said the stuff that I read, especially the when he comes out to Jean Grey, mm -hmm. it didn't seem real genuine to me. It just seemed kind of, kind of like Bob's queer. Yeah. All right. Oh no! Here's Beast. You know, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I I guess I can see how it wasn't it wasn't done with uh, any subtlety. No. Um, and yeah, and maybe that's something that struck me with wrong about it. I don't know if you need a gay writer to write a gay character as long as you can empathize and put yourself in someone else's shoes. Let but let somebody that's been through the experience that can iterate that. You know, because I, I mean, as a straight guy, I couldn't. You know, I, I couldn't write something like that and be honest about it and be, or, or that that it would mean anything. You know, it would be just be like, Iceman's gay. Let's get a burger. You know, yeah. I mean, I yeah, I understand what you're where you're yeah. coming from. I, I I kind of disagree. Um, I would really like not so much a gay writer because you also don't know. I mean, an artist doesn't straight up just start drawing characters. He has reference photos. You don't know who they're talking to. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? Um, they could have, you know, a, a guy who went through something detrimental, you know, weigh in on the character and, and approve. Oh yeah. That's exactly what I went through or yeah. something along those lines. But you understand my point. You, we just don't know. It just didn't seem, it didn't seem natural, you know, cause I, 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 had a a an acquaintance come out and tell some of us that they were gay, and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, are we going to the movies? I'm a big fan of the band Say Anything. Um, Craig Wade from B Movies and Ebooks turned me on to him a few years back. Um, love Max Bemis, love his work. Uh, he had a chance to write a comic for Marvel. It's called X Men: The Worst X Men Ever. It is so good. It was such a good little book. I read the first issue the other day. You read the first issue. I kind of really liked it. It was a fresh story. Yeah, it's it, interesting to see, you know, a teenager that gets that they find has a mutant gene. He has a power, and it's absolutely the worst power you could ever have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. Do you, is, is it okay to give it away? I, I wouldn't because it's a okay. big. It's a big point yeah, of the story. Don't want to give away the plot device, but. It's like the one, you know, it's it's a it's a power you can only use once. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll say this. His dad's power is to fry eggs on his chest. Well, I think I well, I think that his dad what it meant was his dad can generate heat. Well, I was hoping that, but I'm in my head I narrowed it down. I was like, nope, just eggs. No. Just eggs, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's really Do you guys good. want eggs cuz that's all I can make. It it was really good, man. I was real impressed with it. Um it, it's great to see uh, an artist come out and be able to do something else creative. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hey, this might turn into something else for Max because uh, it's a great book. I know it's like a five-issue miniseries, so go check it out, man. It is really good. It's fun, especially if you like saying anything, go check it out. Uh, it's first time I've seen teenagers in comics done realistically, a little more realistically than usual. Well, yeah. I really like the art in this one. It's yeah, kind of I vintage. Love I love the art. Yeah, it's, love it. it's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so, so on to uh, another thing on Marvel, Timely Comics. They introduced uh, a, a new concept. Well, it's, a, it's an old concept that they're bringing back. They're going to use this to collect, like, like say, um, the Inhumans. Okay? Rod, you missed. did you miss the first three issues of, in the, of Inhumans? No. Well, guess what? I'm not a bad person. Well, guess what? Since you did miss them, they're going to collect the first three issues in one issue for $3. And you get to go back and reread them and you go, oh, that's what's going on. And they're doing that with several of the uh, titles. It debuts in June. First titles are coming out, Invincible Iron Man, Scarlet Witch, The Ultimates, Drax, and Doctor Strange. Trust me, if you haven't read Doctor Strange, this is a great time to pick it up. Go pick up this timely comic. 
Well, I, I like the fact that they're they're collecting them like that, but I really have a, a question. Like, once you collect all the first few issues, what are they going to do from then? Are these just going to be like mini trades? No, it's just go now. Go buy the other ones. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I'm feeling. Yeah. Sometimes if I miss early on, I'll never read that book. Mm-hmm. You know, like fuck, I'm I don't want to start on issue seven of something. Yeah, I and agree. Not not know what the hell is going on. I think it's great for that. But then, okay, cool. Now I have one through three, and then seven. Well, yeah, I still have to go out and and purchase the trade. Yeah. So th- it kind of sucks, but I do like the price point of three bucks. Yeah, you know, for me that works out because like maybe, you know, maybe I didn't want to get Invincible Iron Man to begin with. Okay, but I'll go. Sp- I'll go spend three bucks and check out the first three issues, mm-hmm. and maybe I hate it. Maybe I burn it. But regardless of the fact... Please give it to me. <laughs> no, Don't burn it. No, nope, I'm burning it. No, nope, I'm not even going to read it now. I'm just going to I'm just gonna buy it and burn it. <laughs> Fucker. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's happening in June. So, check it out, I guess. Have fun? Question mark? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe by then they'll reboot the universe again. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> now it's time for payback, bitches. What? Oh! Oh! I've been humiliated for 34 episodes with your fucking games. Yeah? My turn. I've done... I had two games before. All right? But I never could... It never could get on the same level as your Halls of Obscurity. So guess what? Bill is presenting you with another... Halls of Obscurity! Okay, ladies and gentlemen. I like that vibrato. Halls of Obscurity, Bill's Revenge episode. Are you ready, sir? So we're playing Halls. We are playing the Halls, sir. I oh, created shit. my own game. Okay, let's... Well, you created your own game okay. of Halls? Yes, my, okay. my own Halls of Obscurity. Now, ladies and gentlemen at home, if you don't understand the rules, it's quite simple. I've come up with five characters. Some are real, some are fake. From different universes and whatnot. It's up to Rodney. I'm going to tell Rodney a description of the character and the character's name. He has to guess if they're real or fake. He also has to guess what their powers are. Each question gets has a possibility of two points. Possible ten-point win. I have, I've never gotten over eight. Uh-huh. So... I'm excited. I'm very excited. Are you ready, Rod? I'm ready. Are you I'm ready? as ready as I can ever be. Here we go. Character number one. Madcap. Marvel, 1985. The man who would become Madcap was a religious person belonging to a group that organized a trip. This man, his parents, and his sister Katie went, went to the trip in a bus with some, other, with some other 40 people. Terrorist scientists from AIM were trying to destroy a chemical developed by themselves, Chemical X-07. The accident killed all the people on the bus except for the man who would become Madcap. Coincidentally, this man laid unconscious for hours in a pool of X-07, which would eventually evaporate. He would recover consciousness in a hospital, but then discovered that he was the sole survivor and his faith in rational universe collapsed. He ran away from the hospital and threw himself into a car trying to commit suicide. Finally, he decided that things happen without a reason and that nothing has a purpose. He soon discovered his other powers. Rodney. Madcap. Okay. So, I know there's a Madcap in Deadpool and the Mercs for Money. Okay. I'm hoping it's the same one. Uh, what year and what... Uh, 1985. Marvel? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that, yes, he's true. It's, he is a true character. Mm-hmm. He's real. Because I'm thinking it's the same one. Okay. And he has um, 
like super healing and cartoon. He, he's kind of like a elastic man where he has kind of like a cartoon personality and he can do all kinds of crazy things with that. Hmm. Um, yes, but also he heals actually better than Deadpool. Okay. So you're saying he has super healing and a cartoony power pers- yes. personality mm-hmm. and he is real. Yes. <clears throat> To his surprise, he was unharmed and felt no pain at all. This drove him to com- this drove him completely mad. He correctly correctly suspected the accident had given him immunity to damage, but couldn't understand why he why he was to obtain power from an accident who killed forty people, including his family and friends. He soon discovered his other power, which allowed him to drive people crazy. He bought a bubble gun in in a general store and stole a Harlequin costume. He called himself Madcap and wandered through New York City, driving people crazy. So, so is he not the same one? Yeah, it's probably the same one. I oh, okay, didn't know, I didn't know they were using him now. Yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. Okay. It's the only reason I knew that one. All right. So you said he was real. He yeah. is real. Okay. I kind of on the <laughs> fence on the power. You said he had immunity, which really he's just. Uh, he has immunity to damage. Mm. All right, I'm going to give him two points. Woo! All right, so you got two. <clears throat> Starting off well. Yeah. All right, but no, you're not going to get this one. Slide, Marvel, 1986. Jalome Beecher was a scientist at Beemont Manufacturing on the brink of discovering a space-age chemical. Unfortunately, his department was closed after a larger corporation bought out Beemont, and Beecher found himself downsized by the new management, Mr. Rockwall. Since his invention was never unveiled, Beecher decided to open his own manufacturing plant. But he needed a sizable funds to start. He created a costume identity for himself and began, began robbing banks as Slide. Not even Spider-Man nor the police could stop him. Rodney, Slide, 1986 Marvel Comics. Okay, Slide. Um, obviously, that, that brings to mind like sliders and portals and... Um, that kind of thing. So I'm thinking his powers have something to do with um, either being able to go in where most people couldn't because of bars and, and he can kind of go through security uh-huh. that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm going to go actually with some sort of portal technology. Okay, portal like technology. A, like maybe a suit that allows him to do that. Suit of portal technology? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to say he is fake, because I've never heard of any kind of slide <clears throat> character. But it was 86, <clears throat> right? 86? Yes, yes, you're right. Is that your final answers? <sighs> Man, I'm so unsure. Yeah, let's do it. Let's okay. do final. As a scientist at Beemont Manufacturing, Jalome Beecher created a chemical that could be used to coat a surface and thereby eliminate all friction between it and any other object. The slide costume is covered with an experimental frictionless substance, which provides the wearer with protection against grapple attacks or against ensnarement, such as Spider-Man's webbing. It also provides him with some degree of protection against physical attacks. Beecher can use his frictionless shoes to run upwards 30 miles an hour with extreme maneuverability. During a brief time he was resurrected as an agent of Hydra, Slide used rocket boots in order to fly. Um, So, no, no portal technology and... Totally effing real. Yeah, I should I should have done the other one then, because oh. that's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking like prison bars and mm-hmm. someone just like sliding in between the two. Yeah, yeah, that's what I should have uh. stuck with. Damn it! 
So you're at two points. I'm at two, two points. points. Okay, okay. Still better than your worst. Okay, all right. So, next bring char- that up. Next character. Blood Axe. Marvel. 1992. <clears throat> 92. Blood Axe. That already fits <clears throat> in. Crap. When Lena Morin, an alias used by the Enchantress while she was living amongst mortals on Earth, discovered that her beloved Heimdall was in trouble in her home of Asgard, she planned to aid him. Without warning, she was attacked in, the, in her apartment that she shared with Susan Austin by Skull, the wolf god, who was acting on orders of his master, Carnea. And the two disappeared in a flash of light. Hearing sounds of struggle, that the being that would soon become Bloodaxe was instantly overcome with a feeling of power and bloodlust. Filled with false thoughts of now being above the law, this murderous vigilante started killing small-time thugs and drug dealers despite protest of the local authorities. One such instance brought the mighty Thor and Balder the Brave into the equation. But the supremely powerful Blood Axe, along with a little help from the corrupt Carnilla, bested the Thunder God on their first meeting. Uh, Blood Axe's identity was initially a mystery. All early panels of the character's alter ego were depicted as being concealed by a shadow or as a silhouette due to the sheer muscular mass of Blood Axe as a direct result of Asgardian magic. It was also impossible to determine whether or not the mortal alias was even male or female. Holy shit. Uh, Many supporting. Many supporting cast members of Thunderstrike were hinted at being blood accent. Many of those clues would rather later turn out to be fake clues to conceal his true identity. Fuck, man. Um, a lot of stuff going on in that one. Yeah. You got Asgardians. Yeah. You got magic. Yeah. Mystery. Yeah. Did you actually say who it ended up being? Uh, I'll, I'll, it won't affect anything. Um, uh, Frog Thor. The... Mortal Alias was revealed to be Jackie Lucas, uh, a confident and love interest of Thunderstrike's uh, Eric Masterson. Okay. What is Bloodstrike's power? And is Bloodstrike real or fake? Bloodstrike or Blood Axe? Blood Axe, sorry. Okay. Uh, okay. So I'm going to go ahead and say there's a magical axe involved. Okay. There's got to be. Mm hmm. Um, just for the sheer amount of detail, mm-hmm. I'm going to say real. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say a magical axe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, you know what? I'll just, I'm going to throw super strength in there as well. Mm-hmm. And invulnerability probably. Mm-hmm. But her main power would be an axe that may, maybe, maybe even get stronger as she defeats people or kills people. Mm-hmm. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go real just because of the sheer amount of detail. Okay. The axe once belonging to Scourge the Executioner gave the will the following powers. Superhuman strength, Boom. speed, stamina, agility, and durability. And yes, he was real. So you have four points. Yes! You're good. You did good. Okay. This one, I like this one. <clears throat> Dale Bryant, the Cyber Kid. Nintendo Power, 1991. Dale Bryant was a precocious junior high kid with a love for video games. One night during a freak lightning storm while trying out his new power glove, Dale is transformed into the cyber kid. Armed with his new power, Dale protects all children that are victims of school bullies and vanquishes drug dealers that prey on schoolyard children. What are his powers? Is he real or fake? Okay. If it's what I'm thinking about, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I watched this cartoon. Okay. Um... So, if I'm remembering correctly, 
Mm-hmm. He had a power glove, which allowed him to put in cheat codes. Mm-hmm. And a gun from, like, Duck Hunt, the the one that came packaged with the Nintendo, okay. was his weapon. Um, and he's real. He's real. He's real. Okay. Final answers? I hope so. Okay. All right. Dale's power glove allows him to call upon the powers of his favorite Nintendo characters. The jumping of Mario, lasers like Samus from Metroid, and the sword and shield from Legend of Zelda. And my friend, he is totally fucking fake. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> there was something very similar to that. Yeah, I know, there was. My kid has the book in his room. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I couldn't quite remember what it was, but damn it. Are, am I, are you getting me the one or no? Hmm? Are you going to give me the one? You got neither of them. Okay. Okay. You got neither. I'll take it. I won't fight you. You said he had a power glove and he shot a gun. No, he got... He had a power glove. His power glove gave him powers. Yeah. I also known as cheat codes. <sighs> I'll give you the one. I'll give you... You're at five. Last last one. Dakota North. Marvel, 1985. Dakota North is the daughter of Samuel J. North, a retired agent of the CIA. Little is known about Dakota's early life. Other than at a relatively young age, she chose a career as a freelance private investigator. Her business is apparently quite successful in that it currently supports four branch offices across the world. Dakota was hired by a coalition of modeling firms to track down a serial killer dubbed the Slasher, who had been murdering fashion models with a straight razor. This led Dakota to guarding fashion model Elsie Nelson and Mary Jane Watson. During her guard, Dakota met Spider-Man, and the two cracked a case, learning that Miss Nelson is the Slasher and saving Mary Jane's life. Is Dakota North real, and what are her powers? Dakota North... Okay. I don't recognize that at all. Okay. What year? 1985. Oh, that's why. I was born in 1985. <laughs> Shit. Um, Dakota North. You said she's a... Is she a private eye or is she also a model? No, she's a private eye. Okay. Not a model. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna take a, a page out of Jessica Jones and I think I'm going to go with... She has... Like super strength, invulnerability, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of detail there, so I'm kind of leaning towards fake. Mm-hmm. Damn it! I wish I could phone a friend, mm. but I don't have any. Mm. Now I'm the only one. Yeah, it would be cheating if I helped you. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the invulnerability. And I'm I'm just gonna say that she's like a, a an earlier well earlier another Jessica Jones okay okay and she's I'm real let's do it okay let's go quick Dakota North is skilled in several forms of hand to hand combat she has trained herself to be extremely physically agile and moderately adept at gymnastics her excellent physical condition provides her with reflexes recovery time and stamina above the norm of a woman for her physical age and build. North is also proficient in, ver- in a variety of firearms and is an excellent marksman. Yes, she is real. No, you don't get the power. You win the game with six points, and that's my Halls of Obscurity. Yay! Yay! Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> Dude, it was, it was surprisingly stressful. I, you, you know what I go through. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't care though. <laughs> so we'll do another uh, hauls from on my end uh, next week. Yep.
So if you enjoyed that, make sure you go online to longboxsmalltalk.com to play our home version. See if you can beat the average score. Uh, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash longboxsmalltalk. Follow us on Twitter at longboxsmall. Uh, make sure you hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to give us a five-star review on iTunes so we can keep bringing you more nerdy content. And also, if you like what we do, we also have a donation button on our website. Drop us a dollar or two. Right. It, goes, it goes towards server costs and sending us to conventions dog and food. that kind of stuff dog food now yes yep, dog food <laughs> uh yeah and also may 27th through the 29th uh your two friendly long box small talk guys will be at the space city comic-con at the nrg center in houston texas we'll be hanging out walking around checking out the stuff we'll probably have some stickers or something with us and we'll be come say hello it'll be fun and uh you know it's a thing so <laughs> I'm just excited about to meet people in person. Yeah, it's going to be cool. You know, there's a lot of Facebook fans of ours that are going to be there. Yep. And uh, I'm going to finally get to actually see them. Yep. Say hi. You can poke them in person. No, don't poke me yeah, in person. Be like, if you can just go out and poke them. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Girl in the Deadpool costume. Listen, cosplay is not consent, Bill. Is that uh, anything else this week? I don't think so. Awesome. So that's another one in the can. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, um, I read two things real quick. We'll take two seconds. Uh, Fight Club 2, number nine. Equally as batshit crazy as the other eight issues. Got to read it if you're not into it yet. We also read Dark Knight 3, number three this week. You speak for yourself. I haven't read it yet. You haven't checked it out? I haven't read it yet. Uh, It finally picks up and gets good. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's a heavy hitter. It could be a good shit. It could be a good... Well, I know we're about a month behind, though, on it. Like, Mm -hmm. time-wise, they should have already been on number four. Yeah. But, I mean... Yeah, three or... Yeah, three took forever to come out. Yeah. So. so, yeah, this came out like a sneak attack. I wouldn't expect him to be out yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good. Check it out. Um, other than that, that's me, man. What about you? Anything? No, man. I'm good. For Longbox Small Talk, I'm Bill. I'm Rodney. We'll see you next issue. is part of the B&E Network, brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com.